I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. Russian President Vladimir Putin has done it again. He's pulled off another made-for-video stunt that's got Russians talking. This week, he flew in a motorized hang glider to try to teach young Siberian cranes how to migrate. He was also wearing a suit designed to look like a crane. Video of Putin's flight has been all over Russian TV. Now, Putin's got a thing for helping endangered animals. He once fit a radio collar around a polar bear's neck. He also helped to track down a Siberian tiger. Journalist Masha Gessen is based in Moscow. Until earlier this week, she was the chief editor of Russia's oldest magazine. It's a travel and science magazine called Vakruk Sveta. Now, Putin's flight and your job were on a collision course this week, Masha. What happened? Actually, I was asked to send a correspondent to write about his feat of uh, leading the Siberian cranes. I didn't want to send a correspondent, and I lost my job. Okay. How come you didn't want to send a correspondent? Who asked you to? You're the editor-in-chief, right? Yes, but the magazine has an owner. The owner called me and asked me to send somebody. He had been called by the presidential administration, which is pretty standard practice. I didn't want to send a correspondent because I actually had somebody assigned to do a story on the whole Cranes project. I wanted to do the story without focusing it on Putin. I also knew that if a journalist went along, he or she would probably see something that we would then feel obligated to report, and that the publisher would forbid us to report. Wait a minute, see something, and I would lose my job. see something such as what? Such as exactly what happened. Apparently several birds were injured and two died because uh, the whole resettlement project had to be reconfigured to originate where Putin wanted it to originate. So the cranes had to be shipped in crates and it caused several accidents. Uh, that's the sort of thing that has happened with pretty much every one of his nature preservation interventions. That polar bear you mentioned had to be sedated for two days before Putin arrived to put a collar on it. That's really dangerous for a wild animal. I just want to clarify this. You said that in order for the cranes, the Siberian cranes, which are an endangered species, to get to the place where Putin wanted to show them the migratory route from this kind of ultralight plane that he would be on, they had to be shipped there, the cranes did, and two of them died on the way? Right. This is uh, according to a blog report written by an intern on the project. I have no reason to doubt the report. I haven't been able to check it because I'm no longer employed in that capacity. So you said it's standard operating procedure for the Putin government to call someone like the owner of a magazine and then for the owner of the magazine to call someone like you, editor-in-chief, asking that that a certain story be covered. So that's not unusual. Do you think that they were testing you on this? You are outspoken uh, in many ways, in, including in the political realm, about Putin. You wrote a book about Putin, in fact, a critical biography of him. Was this a setup? I don't think it was a setup. Weirdly, uh, the magazine I was running has recently become affiliated with the Russian Geographic Society. The Russian Geographic Society is a nonprofit, a non-governmental organization, but its board of directors is chaired by Putin. Its board of directors is chaired by Putin. So you're presumably under close watch as editor-in-chief anyway. I came under close watch recently, but also, you know, that's uh, the sort of part of Putin's personality. He feels like he owns this country and he feels like he owns anything that he touches. So I think that for his administration to feel that they can order an editor or a journalist to do something is perfectly natural. The reason that my resistance was met with such an extreme response is that it's, um, it's so surprising to resist it. You know, I couldn't have scripted this ever. 
but I knew that there was trouble in the air. And as I said, you know, I was actually trying to avoid being put in the position where the story was critical of Putin. The advantage of being a popular science magazine is you actually don't have to touch this stuff, or so I thought. Journalist Masha Gessen, based in Moscow, she's the author of a biography of Vladimir Putin called Man Without a Face. Until a few days ago, she was the chief editor for the oldest magazine in Russia. Good luck, Masha Gessen. Thank you very much.